0: I always have an idea of where I want to be five years from now. Like, what does she look like, feel like, talk like, what, what, what is it? What's her lifestyle? Who is she? You know, and then I'll visualize her, you know, especially when I'm having a hard time, like I'll visualize me 10 years from now, you know, she's going to be 46, you know, January 11, 2033. Oh my gosh. Or 2034, I should say. She comes to me and she says, you know, you got through it. You're going to be fine you know just keep deep breath you'll be fine like i and i do that regularly just because it helps me get through whatever patches i am at Mm -hmm. so that for me would be that the not the five year but the 10 year one is who is she what does she look like talk like smell like what's she about
1: Hi, friends, welcome to another episode of The Spirit Unleashed. I'm your host, Robin Leachy, and I'm so grateful that you're here. So, thank you very much. It really does mean the world to me. Today's episode is a super inspiring conversation with Sandy Esprit. She is a Canadian social media content creator who loves to share about beauty and motherhood. She is a wife, a mother of three young girls, a homeschooler, and she has a bachelor's degree majoring in science with a minor in music. Now, I have followed Sandy on Instagram for a few years now, and although we've never met in person, I have absolutely felt her energy and her genuine care for others and living intentionally through her posts and stories. She is absolutely beautiful inside and out. And in this episode, Sandy shares about Navigating an unstable childhood, she moved 11 times as a child and she even found herself in homeless shelters a few times as well. Sandy navigated being kicked out of university and found herself living a life that was just draining. The people pleasing, keeping the peace and saying yes to things and people that didn't add to her life. Everything changed for Sandy when she had her first daughter at the age of 30. That's when she began her own inner healing. So today, Sandy reminds us of the beliefs that shape our inner and outer world and how important taking action really is. She points out that sometimes circumstances are out of our control, but that once we're aware of the blocked energy or emotions that are stuck, that the healing is ultimately up to us. You have a birthday coming up.
0: Yes. Yes. I'm I'm honestly, I think this is like the first time in a long time that I've allowed myself to get excited about my birthdays. Yeah. So yeah, because like, well, because it's January, right? It's mm-hmm. right after the holidays. And so there is a whole hoopla of, you know, the festivities and uh and then the bills do. <laughs> Cause it's January. <laughs> so now I'm like, okay, it is time to enjoy and to like just allow myself to enjoy
1: my birthday that's so nice do you have some special plans for it
0: I I don't Mm -hmm. um so my husband's taking care of that so I'm I'm excited to see what what he's got planned yeah um yeah so
1: that's even better a little surprise yeah (laughs) Uh, well I hope it's special for you
0: hope so too, because at this point, I'm just like, I don't want to have conversations about what I like. (laughs) We've been married eight years. Yeah,
1: you should know by now. (laughs) Oh, now with your birthday being in January, do you like to reflect around your birthday and like acknowledge how far you've come and look back? Is that something you do?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, and that's something I just started doing, like, I would say, since I, I want to say, like, since the birth of my daughter, I've taken the time to just sit back and go back. Mind you, I I was 30 when my daughter was born. So I think that was, like, a big shift in mindset as well compared to, like, when in my 20s, where it was just like, okay, I finally have money, <laughs> right? Yeah. When you have, like, kids in the family, it's like, okay, um, let's, you know, focus on what actually matters. Mm-hmm. Um and so yeah, I do love to take the time just to look back and see okay, and, and kind of do um like take inventory, take stock of mm-hmm. what I've done, what was the year like, what did I like, what I, like, just to not necessarily to beat myself up, but to mm-hmm. um also celebrate, you know why why is it special like why is like other than I was born,
1: mm-hmm. but, like, <laughs> that's very special, <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: But what makes it, what makes it great? You know, Mm -hmm. like what makes 36 a good year or what made 35 a good year? And what am I looking forward to? Right. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, I think that's important as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I think you're right because sometimes it just starts being a checklist. Like, I think you're like me and you have goals and you have things you want to do, but sometimes if you don't stop and acknowledge it, it's like well what was the point of like what did you learn in that process because you might need that for the next thing
0: yes yeah. yes yes um I can think back like it's funny because like um because of the way I grew up right so when you grow up in a family that's that's chaotic unstable right birthdays kind of feel like a burden and then you finally have your own money and you're in your 20s you're not really thinking about the future you're like going through exams right you're thinking okay let's go to a restaurant like and those are great right <laughs> but by the time you know you get to 30 I think it, there's a a, a like if you allow yourself like for me it was just like something goes off and it's like okay you're grown now like you're an adult <laughs> what does that look like <laughs> right like what does that look like what does that feel like because I don't like it <laughs> well, it still feels and- weird
1: like don't you look back at pictures and you're like well I still kind of feel like that I don't want to say child but like that younger version it's hard to I just associate it now with my son being like as tall as me I'm like okay yeah I'm grown I'm a grown-up
0: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> same like yeah. my goodness i i completely understand the the, the child height thing because like my my eldest is like halfway i'm i'm a tall girl I'm five nine I'm not like i'm not short
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> my six-year-old is more than halfway up and i'm just like whoa whoa you know like mm-hmm. what what's going on why first of all, where did you come from? Like, why are you here? (laughs) So yeah. And sometimes I look at her and I'm like, I feel like I'm your age still. Like you're asking me questions and I'm like, "Um, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Google. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. They're a good reminder of how much time has passed. That's for sure. And you have been through quite a bit now. And I don't really know the details, but I wrote this down because I, it was a post that you shared a few months ago. And I think it was even before I started the podcast. And I just remember like, I want to know more about that. So I wrote it down and I hope you don't mind. So it, I think it was on a reel. And it said, 20 years ago, living in a homeless shelter, 15 years ago, kicked out of university, 10 years ago, settled for a safe life that drained you. Now you own a home, you homeschool your daughter's. And you have two businesses. It's like, holy crap. Like, that's an incredible woman.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Um, that was, uh, you know, it, it's weird because when I shared it at first, I was like, I hope I really didn't want it to be like a woe is me. you mm-hmm. right. Because sometimes like and I've seen posts like this from like incredible other creators online and they share this stuff that they've been through. And it comes off as like, this is all the struggle I've been through. And, oh, and I'm like, I, like, I went through it. it happened mm-hmm. Right. Like, that's what happened. So yeah. So um, my childhood was very unstable, very chaotic. I mean, I'm went through like over 11 different elementary schools. Mm-hmm. Wow. And yeah, so and that was within between Quebec and Ontario. So Mm -hmm. So that in itself, for me, I've always had this idea or this preconceived notion that nothing is forever. You can get it. You can lose it. You'll make new friends. Like we just keep going, but everybody struggles. And, you know, that that's what it is. Nothing is forever. Right. Um, So. Yeah, the the homeless shelter, it it was an interesting experience. I remember being in each and every one of them. I don't necessarily remember, um, you know, exactly what each time was like, but I can tell you where it is. I can tell you the rooms we stayed in. I can, I, I remember... Um, you know the small room with the the, they had their own bathrooms and like and when I say small, I mean like small. You you can fit a queen size ish Mm -hmm. bed and two bunk beds. There was one drawer, and it was for me, my sister, and my mom. And that was the first time. Well, the first three times. By the third time, my mom was pregnant with her my now baby sister. So Mm -hmm. it had enough space for a queenish size bed, a bunk bed, and a crib. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So. Um, but, and the thing is, I never realized how much it impacted me until I got married and started living with my husband and where he comes from a very state, like more stable than my childhood was. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, he had mom and dad in the home. Somebody was always working and he had a roof over his, like he has childhood friends. I don't have childhood friends because we moved around a lot. Yeah. Right. So once living with him, I realized Oh okay like this isn't normal this was not normal like mm-hmm. uh, you know he had like pictures you know he wanted to post oh. pictures on the walls and he wants to and I'm like why yeah what's the point keep the ba- keep the walls bare cuz like like subconsciously nothing lasts forever at some point we're going to pack up we're going to move mm-hmm. right so i always had that like at some point we're going to pack up we're going to move Mm -hmm. And, um, that's when I started really digging into it and, um, realizing that, yeah, like homelessness, child homelessness is something that affects a lot of people. And you would never know, like a lot of people did not know I was living in a homeless shelter because I had clothes to eat, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know? And you were still going to school? Yeah, I was going to school. I mean, they wouldn't see me next year, but (laughs) I was going to school, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I had my lunch, um I wasn't wearing like the flashiest things but I mean what kid is right at that point in time so yeah um yeah but yeah the three times three separate times uh, the first time I was seven the second time I was 11 12 mm-hmm. and the uh third time I was 15 and by the time I was 15 I was just angry <laughs> like so much so much had happened in between those times as well mm-hmm. and I think the biggest thing is sorry I'm going on and on about no this,
1: I would I, I, I encourage you to yeah
0: yeah but uh I think by 15 I just felt like my existence was a burden okay. like and it wasn't it wasn't something that was spoken but it's something that was felt like if I wasn't born she would not be homeless And I think that when families go through something traumatic like this, um, it's important that, you know, especially the caregivers. And I'm not saying it's their fault. What I'm saying is like the caregivers need to give space for the children to express themselves for these moments of expressions come out like it has to be shared and it has to be rectified. And that was something that because we were so stuck on survival mode, there was no space for those conversations where that could have been rectified like oh no like you are not a burden your existence is not a burden like you being another mouth to feed is not the reason why we're homeless life happens right and as children like i remember feeling that internalizing that that Mm -hmm. oh well life would be better if i wasn't around she would be further along if i wasn't around you get what i mean yeah and so um yeah stuff that I had to work through, uh, and just deal, deal with and process in my own way, not necessarily the best way, but in my own way. Um, but yeah, so then, I mean, I ended up in university. That was always something my mom wanted for me, like go to university, get a good job. And, you know, and I went to university and then got kicked out and I've always been the smart one nothing will humble you (laughs) and i ask why you got kicked out (laughs) yes so honestly that one was me it was me like i was in university studying biochemistry i hated like i didn't hate biochemistry i love biochemistry i hated the program okay i hated the way they did things um and i went to uh, like i went to university of ottawa and you know in ottawa you have carlton university and university of ottawa University of Ottawa is supposed to be the top dog when it comes to science. So I went there. I'm like, yeah, I'm in science department. But like, if I was honest with myself, I had horrible time management. Like, terrible. I'd go there studying. I didn't understand anything. And I wouldn't like try to understand anything either. Like, I would just reread the same stuff and not putting an actual disciplined plan together. Mm -hmm. So... Um, so I was on academic probation and, um, I just, I guess I didn't read all the terms properly because like I passed the classes, but my GPA, my CGPA was too low. And so I ended up being kicked out as the, okay. as the reason, um, if I could go back, I would definitely choose another program instead of trying to show off because mm-hmm. that was the big thing It's just, I would, I shouldn't have been there. <laughs>
1: Do you think that had to do with your age too? Like, were you pretty young?
0: I was, I went right after high school. I did not, yeah, I was told, don't take a break, go to university, get a job. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, as soon as I said biochemistry, it was like, okay, it's not doctor, engineer, or lawyer, but that'll do, right? It sounds pretty smart to me. (laughs) Exactly, right? So it was just like, oh, okay, she could be a scientist, Mm -hmm. right? And so, um, yeah, I was definitely pushed to study like anything that was smart sounding because I was always considered the smart one. I was the one reading books. I was the one, you know, getting decent-ish grades. I wasn't failing. Um, but yes, yeah, so of course, it was just like, oh yeah, she's, she's gonna be fine. She's gonna be fine. And then I got kicked out and that humbled me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: oh, I'm not as smart as I thought I could, you know?
1: oh <laughs> Well, did you end yes. up going back to school for something else or did you just change?
0: No, I did my pro, like I finished it. I just took the one year probation that they offered and went back in and I I got my degree. I mean, I have the degree. I just, at this point, the one thing that I will say for sure is that I understood that I did not belong there. And at this point it was just a matter of do what you gotta do to keep the peace at home. Yeah. Finish the degree and that was it. But I think also it started this revolution inside of me of okay the people pleasing has to stop because mm-hmm. it's hurting me and um but of course you know being young <laughs> it's uh it, it's one it's hard to find your voice when you don't have one yeah right
1: when you've kind of so, lost it along the way or buried it even
0: yes it was so much simpler to just keep the peace mm-hmm. and um it's it was just easier. Mm-hmm. and But when you have someone, you enter a relationship with someone who's like, okay, um, your peace is disturbing my peace and their peace is disturbing my peace. Yeah. We got to figure out what peace we're dealing with right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's not going to be that peaceful.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Is that so, what was yeah, there draining?
0: Was a, sorry?
1: Is that what was draining? Like the people pleasing and yes. keeping the peace? hmm
0: absolutely absolutely it was it was very draining and it was um it was it, it, i want to say dra- it was suffocating more than anything i would say because i was losing I, w- I think i felt like i already lost it like whatever it was that gave me spark in terms of like purpose like i've always been the type to think a lot and to to find, try to find. Okay, what is my purpose, especially with my my faith? You know what? What am I here for? You know, I'm praying, God. What am I here for? <laughs> <You> <laughs> and people are saying, exactly. <laughs> Where's the sign? <laughs> Waiting for thunder to strike. Yeah, <laughs> bright sunny day. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just very confusing. And of course, people are saying, do this, do that, do this, do that. And I'm like, hey, okay, yeah. It's hard. Definitely draining.
1: Do you remember? When something shifted inside of you when you were like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. This is draining. I'm tired of pleasing everybody at the expense of your own peace. Like, Do you remember when something shifted there?
0: I've had this experience only once Mm -hmm. and it's the the epiphany, you know, when something just like clicks, right? I've heard people say, but I've never experienced it until um, the moment my daughter was born. And they, like, launched her on my chest. with I did not know they could do that. But, like, <laughs> it was just through her. I, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to happen. I was just like, wait, what? Um, she's a baby. But I remember <laughs> when she was born, and I looked at her, and I saw myself. And it was, like, the weird – I can't, like, even begin to explain it. Because, like, people talk about the instant connection, and I did not have an instant connection. But I remember looking at that squished face – and I saw me and I'm like, this is weird. And like it like split second of I know what I have to do. And from that moment on, yeah, like it was totally weird. And but that that's when I knew, like, I can't say that I felt like an instant, like, oh, love bonding moment. Yeah. No, but I did know instantly. I was like, I know what I have to do. Mm -hmm. I got to, I have to break some things down. I have to cut some ties. I have like this one, like we can't go wrong with this one. Like this is the (laughs) one. Um,
1: This is where it changes.
0: Yeah, exactly. That changes is testing me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's their job. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that, that, that was the defining moment. And Mm -hmm. um, it's weird. It was so weird because like, For the first, everything was so scary, right? Because now I have to actually say something, right? Like I had to say no. Something that is so easy for these two-year-olds to do. They'll say it to my face all day long. And here I am struggling with this word. Like it was just like, I need your confidence (laughs) right now. Um, Saying like, we don't do that here. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, or I'm not talking to this person anymore. like this this is no longer this is a no contact zone mm-hmm. for this person. You choose what you want to do with them, and when you talk about them, that's okay. But for me, this is zero contact. and um it was met with a lot of like first, it was the gaslighting, goodness, mm-hmm. right, but their family, yeah, um that was there was a lot of that. um the gaslighting, the denial. Oh, but you're Christian is the other one and one of my favorites that I've heard. Um, but over the years, everyone now knows my boundaries and where I stand, and especially as it pertains to my children. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't play with that just because I don't want them to prepare. I don't want to prepare them for the world that I vowed not to go back to. Right. Right. Like that to me sounds crazy. Why am I setting them up for my past. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather prepare them for the world I don't know about and provide them the guide. Like, I'm just here with nuggets of wisdom, but you're gonna have to figure it out because I don't know how this works uh,
1: <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and that that's something I have actually realized too. I mean, my parents did the best. They could too. And I didn't actually even think about this till maybe a year or two ago. It's like, well, they only knew what they knew too. And they were just doing the best they could. And I mean, my kids are probably going to say some things about me when they're older too. And again, I'll be like, well, I was just doing the best I could. So it's like, everyone's just doing the best they can.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And that's something that I have to come to terms with as well. Like, you know, at the end of the day, no matter how damaging the best was, Mm -hmm. they were doing their best. Yeah. Right. And um, that's something that it's it's a (laughs) nonlinear struggle to come to to terms with. But um, I think also that the fact that I was able to even stand up and say no is a testament that there was some good in the past, Mm -hmm. uh, no matter how messed up it was. Right.
1: Yeah. Do you think that kind of shocked some people, too, when they were like, whoa, you didn't have boundaries before? Where's this coming from?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I've actually I've been told, actually. um, So I remember this one time there was this incident um, that happened to this individual. And I was told that I was the last person to know because they were afraid of my reaction. Right. And I was like, me, like, I'm thinking in my head, like, me, but I'm judgmental. <laughs> and I realized it wasn't the judgment, it was the boundaries. I was yeah. like, oh, oh, okay. Well, fair enough.
1: Yeah. I guess everybody needs to have them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right.
1: Now, are there some things you had to unlearn when you were going through? The process too <laughs> the eyes did i not yes? unlearn
0: <laughs> <laughs> robin what is it i did not unlearn um <laughs> so yeah no absolutely yes 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 mm-hmm. i mean from the the, the upbringing <laughs> um the the faith-based uh rhetorics that i've heard learned uh the whole definition of what love is That it's not performance-based uh your worth is not valued in what you bring to the table um it's it's just because you are like I had to learn that for myself in order to give it to them and like yeah I think it was just the idea of worth what makes a person worthy Mm -hmm. was the biggest thing I had to unlearn um because I understood that I had to be the first role model like, I can't expect my kids to feel my love if I don't show them what it looks like. And I can't show them what it looks like if I can't even show it to myself. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that that's definitely the biggest one,
1: mm-hmm. for sure. Which ways do you like to show yourself love? What's your love language?
0: Oh. Honestly, like, it varies from day to day, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> especially now that I'm like, I have these kids and have gone through it. Uh, But for me, the biggest one is words of affirmation. Um, I have, I have to affirm myself. I have to speak to myself. I have to rewrite. I call it like my mental recorder or my digital, like, yeah, the mental recorder. I have to rewrite what goes on up here. Um, And that that's the biggest one. Uh, t- just I know it's gonna sound crazy, but taking a shower and washing my hair is another one. Like, it's a small, simple pleasure yep. that I like. For me, it's just like no, that that's if I don't do it for a few days, I'm like. I mean, I know it sounds like the moms will understand when I say. Yeah. A few days. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have. I know an every moms other, are gonna get it. I have an every other day max because I'm like on that other on the day that I don't, I'll like every other day. And I used to have a bath every night, but we don't have the bathtub now. And it's like, yeah, by that that day too. Like I can tell when I don't feel my best, and it's sometimes because I don't look my best, and like I just need to wash it all away, and I just yes, make sure it go down the drain.
0: Yep, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like yeah, I know for a fact some people are gonna be like, she is disgusting. Listen,
1: <laughs> this is new <laughs> a stage newborn. Stage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And were there any like books that you had read too? Cause I know a lot of people like get into the self-help books too when they're going through changes. Did you read any or learn from Yeah,
0: for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um yeah, I think like those those books are like highly okay. Those books are so good, Mm -hmm. but it has you have to do the work, right? Yeah. So for me, like I'm all for like I'm a tough Mm -hmm. of books I love, but like you gotta put it work. And you know, that that's hard. <laughs> so um, yeah, but for sure, like atomic habits, the classics, like atomic habits. There was one, um the the mind, the millionaire mindset. Okay. Was another one that was I found was like really good. Um the first one I think that really kicked it off was um I think it's like it's by Jensen Cero. And I think it's called like You're a Badass at Making Money. Or something like that. That Okay, you know what I'm talking about. Okay,
1: That was the first, so you are a badass is the first one that like kicked it off for me. I think that was like the first self-help book I read. And it was so simple and easy to understand. And I remember reading it thinking like, how did I not think I was awesome before? Yes. (laughs) And not in a conceited way. And it's just like, everybody's awesome. Why can't you see it? Yeah. That was a great one. Yeah.
0: Okay. So yeah, like. yeah. (laughs) no she she's amazing like I read that book and I was like oh my you know it's like a like you just said
1: how did I not see this yes yeah it was so simple yeah
0: yeah so those kind
1: of books you were reading too is that because like you have two businesses is that were you reading them to kind of prepare yourself to get into that
0: not even like so now for for the businesses one of them i had to like like shut down like just because of revenue whatnot but like and i'm grateful i even took the shot Mm -hmm. so so for example you're a badass i actually read that like five years ago Mm -hmm. i was on mat leave and i read it i don't even know i think i bought it like on a whim at indigo Song at some point and so I read it and I was like whoa this is amazing anybody like any this could be anybody and um and then I kind of just toyed with you know how you read a book and like <laughs> you're just like a few months later you kind of forget what you all of that you know goes away and so height, that's pretty yeah. much what happened <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. I was just like oh and then I was like oh okay <laughs> but I started content creation. Yes. and Yes. And that's when I started charging. Okay. So that helped me with charging as a content creator and actually turning it into like an actual business. And then um, last year I started really reading more and more books. Like I was going through a book a week just like trying. And honestly, um, I gotta give credit where credit's due. I ha- i am good friends with this, uh, content creator. Her name is Karina Waldron and she does her own, she does own her own business. And she's like, I, I saw her, we've been friends since before she, she got big and amazing, amazing woman. Um, been through it as well. Like her story when she shares it, like I'm, I'm waiting. I already told her I, I want the book but uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah like she's incredible so she told me start reading this book right and I was like okay cool so I started reading the book she's the one recommended to me and she was like okay here's another one and here are these other ones and eventually I started finding books for myself but the mind the millionaire mindset was her recommendation and that kicked it off for me I was just like okay I'm all in let's go and I'm like I she's she's clearly living it like she's there I I know her you know Mm -hmm. and by the time by the time I had done the post and that's when I was like okay I'm ready you know what like I have these different passions and ideas I want like I want to do this Mm -hmm. let me go ahead and do this um so yeah like six years after (laughs) Jen's book (laughs) that came about you
1: always need a stepping stone I actually just wrote down millionaire mindset because now I'm curious and I want to read it
0: yeah like it's it's a great book it's um it's old like this is written like an old like like i want to say an old white man i don't know if he's white but it's definitely
1: yeah. <laughs> it's possible but yeah this one I'm, like i'm
0: pretty sure <laughs> yeah. but just what he says is just I, I found it very similar to Jens um book as well and i found it just very uplifting and positive that yes it can like that can be me mm-hmm. why not
1: Yeah. And have you ever felt, because I know I have some like money beliefs that I'm working through. So that's why I wrote it down. But did you have any like when you were starting out as a content creator and charging people, like when you're charging people, do you feel weird about it or are you just like, yeah, I'm worth it? And this is what I charge?
0: Honestly, I go through all of it. So yeah, like I, I go through all of it. And it's, I first heard Melissa Leong. I hope I said her name right. Um, so she's Canadian financial advisor, and she had done this. Um, what is it? she had done a speech, and I got her book Happy Go Money, Happy Go Money, and she talks about money beliefs. And uh, so I've been I've been working on it. So reading her book and hearing her speak and she's funny of course and so we're laughing (laughs) haha but then afterwards you're like wait a minute like I am undercharging like what's going on and so I I always do this where I'm like yeah I'm worth the money I'm worth the money and then people are like how much do you charge and I'm like here's my rates and then I go through oh my gosh I think I overcharged did I overcharge what's going on
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then for some uh, discount code just in case
0: yeah, like I was like, "Oh my day. gosh what's wrong with me?" <laughs> yeah, right. Like all of a sudden, it just comes down, and then you know, it can go either way. Where you know, you'll I'll get back up. Mm-hmm. Perfect, we'll go with that I'm like, yeah, I know it. I'm definitely worth the money. You know, I'll I get big headed all of a sudden. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm well, back to my yeah. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Paying my money, <laughs> or you know, they could oh. be like yeah sorry out of a budget I'm like oh my gosh I should have offered that discount code (laughs) (laughs) so I yeah we're still working on it like
1: you got to do the ebb and flow right yeah yeah you got to learn well I love that at least you're aware of it too
0: yeah it's and it's funny because like I'll catch myself do it and then I'll try to be like no 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 it's okay like breathe deep breath like that's something I've learned emotional regulation right teaching with my kids it's like, okay deep breath let's be for real like you're not it's business it's not personal it's business okay going to my jerry mcguire moments
1: <laughs> oh that's awesome oh can yeah you, I go through all the feels can you tell us a bit about the content creation and what you like sharing and why you're passionate about it
0: Yes. So it started off being, I wanted, okay. So it started off being a mommy blog um, or mommy, like, I don't know, blog, I guess uh, what I called it like a documentary of sorts
1: Okay. because
0: I was, I had my kid and, you know, and like I said, like, light bulb cools off of we can't do the same things we've been doing. Right. And we're not going back to the past. So, and so I wanted to share that experience um, especially as it related to hair care and loving my hair and being able to love my hair so I could teach her how to love her hair and big picture love herself and that kind of started off with that and it slowly transitioned into more of a self-care and wanting it to be very upbeat and, and positive uh, simply because that's something I lacked I saw lacking in the Canadian me- social media sphere um, just not necessarily, Instead of it being all about glitz and glam, because I'm a homebody, I'm home a lot. Most of my content is shot at home. So I really wanted like a safe space where we could just get together and be like, this is the reality of parenting past trauma or parenting past homelessness or whatever your issue may be, you know, yeah. parenting past self-hate. Like this is the reality. We don't have all the answers. I am up at night on Google at 3am, making sure that my kids hitting all their milestones, because I don't
1: know.
0: (laughs) Right? Like, I heard a funny noise. Is this normal? (laughs) Right? What did we
1: do? That's what I do. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, um, so I that's it. And then it became skincare and beauty. And I I love I love doing my makeup. I love skincare. I love beauty. I love hair care. Um, These are the things that like, do spark joy um, because these are things that I could not do when I was younger
1: mm-hmm. I
0: was on survival mode so these are my small moments of luxury where I can put on you know PR scent like you know stuff that I normally would probably not buy because it's out of my budget but mm-hmm. now I'm like guys like this is dope
1: yeah <laughs> right? and you're getting paid to use it right
0: so i'm just like why not Mm -hmm. And it's i and i love being able to feel as though not necessarily this is my purpose Mm -hmm. but that my presence is needed in a way like Mm -hmm. at home online people enjoy what i put out people enjoy talking to me people enjoy being around me and that that feels good uh in contrast to, oh,
1: I'm just saying I enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I enjoy your presence too. It's awesome. But I, I, it's, it's, it's nice to feel like it's not performance based. Yeah. Like I don't have to put on a show. I can just be me. I'm weird. Like I'm like different and that's okay. (laughs) I talk a lot. That's okay. Right. So,
1: and I like that you can go from something like Really fun and like beauty and self care. And then you can throw in like those vulnerable moments too, where even if someone didn't have that exact same experience, there's something in it where they're like, yep, like I feel that. Or holy crap, look what she did. Maybe I can make a change too. Right. Mm -hmm. And that
0: for me is the biggest thing. Like, if like I remember when I shared when that post that you shared, when I, I, first posted and people are like, yeah, like I've been homeless as well. And like, these are people you'd be like, huh? You, right? Like it's crazy how much people go through and people have gone through it and have overcome. But all you see is like a smile and good conversation and you would never know of the, like the darkness or the storm that they literally like walked out of. And yeah. it's amazing to like, even, First of all, it's it, I find it amazing that they would even tell me that, share that about themselves, because clearly that's not like public shared knowledge, but that they could find a, a piece and say, hey, like, I can relate, you know, I know what that's like, because then it's like, okay, we're in this together, yeah. right? That sense of community, it's, we're really doing this together. Mm-hmm. No man is an island.
1: Everyone definitely has a story. Yeah. Um, so would you say that being the content creator has helped you rediscover yourself obviously it's helping other people as well
0: (laughs) absolutely I it's it has um I find that I am more vocal I'm not afraid now to be vocal and I understand that there is a tactful way of saying what you want to say of course, but I'm not afraid to find the words. Like I will go on Google. I will ask chat GPT and (laughs) give me the corporate lingo for, um, (laughs) but I'm not afraid to say it. Like, I'm not afraid to to be like, okay, you know what? I don't really feel comfortable in this particular area or, you know, just, you know, keep my mouth shut and be like, okay, I'm just gonna wait until we can find common ground. And that for me was like, a big thing right because it's easy and I think that's something like a lot of women can relate to is that sometimes we're afraid that if you're too domineering then you're classified a particular label Mm -hmm. and if you don't say much you're classified another label and so there's this constant battle of like where what is appropriate what is acceptable and once you find that what's acceptable for me is good enough yeah things starts to change and I feel like being online and, you know, and I will say this, follow influencers who will influence you to do good stuff in real life. Doing that has helped me live authentically with myself, with my loved ones and things are just better. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I mean, for me, at least, I don't know if it's better for them. Like I would assume so, but (laughs) you know, like we can have certain conversations now, right?
1: And I like that you just mentioned that because, for a while, like I was only following people that were relatable to like what I was going through right now. But I'm like, okay. Then I started following people that inspired me to push myself a little more or to change those beliefs, like about money. So now you follow money accounts. So it's like, yeah, if you just keep staying with the same mindset of people, like I guess they say you are the t- five people you're around with most, and you could say that with who you're following too, right?
0: absolutely and it's it's I used to do that as well like you said you were following people who just like relatable and yeah yeah, same and I don't know like maybe like I found that I wasn't going where I wanted Mm -hmm. like I think that we all have this idea of the person we want to be when we grow up I mean I know I'm grown but like you know there's always
1: (laughs) further yeah
0: (laughs) yeah there's always like that next person there um but it's interesting it's it's great that you brought this up. Cause I totally agree that while I was, when I was following other accounts who were exactly where I was, nothing changed. Like I, and I didn't, I think it was comfortable as well. Right. Like you stay comfortable in the mess of what is versus seeking to, okay, how do I get there? Mm-hmm. What, what else is available for me? And yeah, so I, I, same, I started following other influencers, like, um, so Karina being one of them, Karina Waldron, Dominique Baker is another one that, like, has inspired me in terms of, like, what is possible in terms of, like, being a Black woman in luxury spaces. Um, There are other influencers, like, tony fifi like that's her handle at her name is antonia but she is a stylist who's just comfortable wearing clothes that make her happy and it was just like and that's when i started wearing clothes that made me happy right so now i'm i don't have anywhere to wear them but (laughs) (laughs) here i am in this mesh see-through like
1: (laughs) i love it so do you like i know we've talked about reflecting and acknowledging how far we've come do you like to plan the year or five years or 10 years ahead or or what do you like to do
0: um it's a bit of like the following year and like i have an idea i i don't like necessarily to plan because i find it to be like a bit overwhelming um but i always have an idea of where i want to be five years from now like what does she look like feel like talk like what 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 is it what's her lifestyle who is she you know and then i'll visualize her you know, especially when I'm having a hard time, like I'll visualize me 10 years from now, you know, she's going to be 46, you know, January 11, 2033. Oh my gosh. Or 2034, I should say, she comes to me and she says, you know, you got through it. You're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. You know, just keep deep breath. You'll be fine. Like I, and I do that regularly just because it helps me get through whatever patches I am at. Mm -hmm. So that for me would be that the not the five-year, but the 10-year one is who is she? What does she look like, talk like, smell like? What's she about? Mm -hmm. And so for the year, I do like to plan, however. So especially when it comes to content creation, what do I want to do this year? What's the impact I want to make um, online? What's the impact I want to make at home? I I homeschool. So for me, it's very important that I always take stock and inventory. What's working, what's not working. I have three children, you know, One and one of them is two, like six, four, and two. Different, right? Like we're mm-hmm. at different milestones. We're at different thought processes. We're at, we're doing different things. A two-year-old wants to bounce off. Like they all want to bounce off the walls, but you know, <laughs> the <laughs> six-year-old can now, logic, she, she's smart and it's scary. It catches me off guard sometimes. And I'm mm-hmm. like, whoa the two-year-old on the other hand like she's smart but there's certain things that are she does that are a little questionable (laughs) then there's that right and then I have like the four-year-old and I'm just like yeah exactly there's always the one that you're just like "Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay yeah exactly (laughs) figure out what's going on there then there's the four-year-old who's just like one minute she's on her own silently meditating and then the next minute you're trying to figure out why did you think it was a good idea to use a stamp and draw on the walls like <laughs> the picture is pretty yeah. but did it have to be a corner wall at that right? right what what's going on here so yeah and here i am like at 3 a.m on google like is this normal <laughs>
1: <laughs> and everything will say so, yes yes
0: yes yes exactly so, like yeah just give him space and yeah give them time, maybe find them an outlet. And I'm like, I need an outlet today. Like, <laughs> give
1: them uh, 14 more years. <laughs> <laughs> cool. yeah. so, would you say that each and every one of us is able to change our lives if we want to, like that we have the potential and we can make those big shifts?
0: Absolutely, I would say that. And like, and it's funny because 10 years ago, I wouldn't have said that. Especially um growing up, one of the things I heard growing up all the time is, oh well, this person is lucky, or this person is like this person's so lucky they have a spouse. This person's so lucky they have this job. This person's so lucky, and um, like as though anything and everything is by circumstance. And like as much as I do agree at being at the right place at the right place at the right time, mm-hmm. there is the idea of saying yes and if you want to, it can happen. I honestly do believe it starts with the mind. It, you ha- like, we all have certain things up here that needs a little fixing. Um, and I think that once we rewrite and re-record, you know, the negative mental recorder here, we start seeing things differently. And we start seeing opportunities and, and then we start gravitating towards opportunities. And instead of saying, I'm not good enough, we say, well, yeah, like, why, why not? And then we start to say yes. And then we're not afraid of challenges anymore, right? Like, I don't, I'm in my own home, I no longer now look at my home and think, oh, well, can't put pictures on the wall, because we're gonna move. Like, no, I have pictures on my wall, we have drawings on the fridge, we have like I painted my wall. <laughs> like right. Like this is my wall. I can say yeah. this, right? Like th- this is my wall. Mm-hmm. And and these are the little things I, I find that was so it's crazy. It's a small thing, but it was all down to the fact of I had I not believed things could be better, I would not be saying these words out of my mouth. And and I honestly, I personally believe that if I can do it anyone can do it. It's not all fun and games. I, I, you know, like there are good days and there are bad days. There is a moment, there are moments of grief that I experience, And it's not necessarily like grieving, you know, somebody who's passed. It's it's really grieving, you know, the childhood I wished I had, you know, or grieving the um, lack of, not lack, but the, the dismissal of missed opportunities, you know, grieving those moments where it's like, man, had I only, I wish I could have, um, you know, what happened was bad. You know, you you, you kind of have to go through those moments to process because I now have this space. I've given myself space to heal, I've given mm-hmm. myself the grace to feel. I don't see my tears as weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't view no as a, 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 a curse to word hmm. And so all of that comes into place. But I honestly do believe that like, if you want it, go get it. It's not even like you can't know. It's go, go now, go <laughs> get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Take that action. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I I love that because I about two years ago, I had like all these really good intentions and like I want to do this and this and this. And I was believing, but I wasn't actually doing anything. So the last six months, I'm like, okay, if I want to see that change in that five years, like I better move my butt here. <laughs> it's like,
0: Oh yeah. It's
1: taking action for sure. Oh.
0: oh yeah. And I think that that's one of the biggest things, like I wish people would like say and actually like say, it's not just, and I know it's been said, but I feel like mm-hmm. it's been cliched a little too much it, where people don't understand there's a cost mm-hmm. and like you have to be uncomfortable you have to process you know that hurt from 10 years ago maybe, maybe you're gonna have to process that time you thought oh yeah I'm just gonna do me I'm bad all by myself maybe I have to you know search out the root. yeah <laughs> like maybe you have daddy issues maybe you have mommy issues <laughs> yeah the money <laughs> like,
1: issues yeah money issues yeah they like, all
0: of that that you can work through that
1: yeah yeah everything's I don't know if this is a word work outable does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it does. <laughs> or did actually. I just make it up. Yeah. You should copyright that. Yeah, I I'm going it. to. I'm going to Google
1: it when we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have loved chatting with you and I know that there's going to be a lot of great takeaways for people and and I love your mindset, but I also love that you took that mindset and you've actually taken action on it and created a life that is peaceful for you. And I know that you're making those changes for your daughters and I'm, I'm very happy for you.
0: Yeah. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you for even allowing me to share mm-hmm. um, this because like, again, I honestly believe that if I can, if one person mm-hmm. in my life, and I'm sure it's going to be more than one and everybody says, but I, I just need just one person who is maybe they're young, maybe they're teens, Mm-hmm. you know, going through it. Cause it's, it's hard when you don't have power, right? Mm-hmm. But if that one person grows up and like that could sow a seed that tells them, Hey, okay. Yeah. We're switching. We're doing this thing.
1: Yeah. Plant those seeds. Yeah. Well, before we go, I always like to end each episode with a question. I want to have a guest. I like if the guest can, but is there a question you can leave us with that will like deepen our own awareness and reflection that you could share?
0: Um, yeah for sure I think the first one would be what is stopping you or who is stopping you because sometimes it's not a what it's a who and um and the, yeah that would be it what what or who is stopping you
1: mm-hmm. I love and
0: it. do they really have that much power right like maybe they do maybe they don't I think for the most for most of us I think the reality is they they never did mm-hmm. and it's coming to terms it's coming to, yeah to terms with that fact but yeah that's my question who okay. or what is stopping you
1: that is a great question. And I'm sure uh, it will unlock a lot of things for people.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope so.
1: Well, thank you so Positive much. Positive things, hopefully. Of course. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, there's challenges, but there's always something at the end. It's leading you to something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you were on. Thank you. Hey there, thanks for listening. A quick reminder that if you enjoy the podcast and find it motivating or inspirational, I'd love if you could take a moment to leave a positive review. It is helpful and much appreciated. Also, please note this podcast is intended to inspire and support you and bring a little more awareness and magic to your life. I'm not a therapist or psychologist, and my guests and I can only speak from our personal experiences. If you are experiencing anxiety, depression, or another mental health issue, please reach out to a professional in your area. Thank you and all the best. Come back each Monday and Thursday for new episodes. See you then.